is the gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Will you be seated, please? If there was one group of men you didn't want to tangle with in Jesus' day, it was the shepherds. They were tough as nails, outdoor men who braved everything the weather forecasters could throw at them. Heat, rain, sleet, snow. 24 hours a day they were shepherding and they faced real dangers to their lives and limbs. When a wild animal regarded one of the sheep as a tasty meal, the shepherd had to fight off the animal and keep the sheep safe. When one of the sheep decided to get stuck at the bottom of a gully, it was the shepherd's job to clamber down and rescue the stupid beast. It's not that I'd say that shepherds were not nice to be close to, but I would say that days and nights of proximity to sheep and days and nights of camping out in the open would have left their olfactory mark if you know what I mean. But shepherds had an honourable pedigree. Abraham, the great patriarch, Moses, the national hero and lawgiver, and King David, the national builder, had all been shepherds in their lives. The very first people to hear the good news of the remarkable birth in Bethlehem were the shepherds. To you is born this day in the city of David a saviour who is Christ the Lord. The first Noel that the angels did say was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay. That word Noel means either a birth or news about a birth. This morning we're really concentrating on the shepherds in the carol that we're sung and in the Bible readings that we've read. At this point, I really need the help of young people and children who are here, and I really need the help of the rest of the congregation. You will know that uh, Jesus was born in a manger, a, a food box for animals. And I reckon that in uh, in the stable where Jesus was born, there were sheep, and there were probably cattle, And there was probably a donkey or two. I'm just wondering if any young people and children who are here could help me this morning make animal noises. (laughs) Yes. But then I wonder if uh, any grown-up adults... Once we have made animal noises, if you could tell us to be quiet, tell the animals to be quiet. Shh. So when you hear the animal noise, everybody else goes, shh, because we cannot get the baby to be awake. So, children, young people, and any adults who have not quite grown up, <laughs> you will know that in the, uh, in the uh, stable there are a whole lot of sheep, and as Jesus lay there and Mary wanted him to go to sleep, The sheep went, and everybody said, shh, and the sheep did. But also in the stable, 
there were some cattle. Oh, I don't know what noise these make. I'll be interested. And as uh, Mary tried to get Jesus asleep, the cattle went, moo, and again, moo. And everybody said, shh. And the other animal that was there were a couple of donkeys, and they go, hee-haw. And so the animals went, hee-haw, hee-haw. And everybody said, shh. For Mary tried to get the baby asleep. And Mary sang a lullaby. And the lullaby we're going to sing very quietly to get the baby asleep while the shepherds watched is Silent Night. So very quietly like a lullaby. Silent night Holy night All is calm All is bright Round yon virgin Mother and child Holy infants so tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly peace Silent night Because if you have a look in the little cradle over here, the baby's asleep. Because we all said, shh. It's worth commenting that the first people there in the stable at the birth 
and just after the birth were Mary and Joseph. Joseph was just a carpenter builder, a tradie and a bit of a craftsman. And also there were the shepherds. There were none of the rich and famous. I wonder if it ever impacted on our minds that it was Joseph who helped to deliver Jesus. Just maybe at that same time as Jesus was being born, there were some astrologer kings somewhere in the West pondering the meaning of a star whose appearance in the East puzzled them and they made plans for a journey that would take them to Bethlehem too. The shepherds remind us of two things. The first is that Jesus was not born among the rich and powerful. He was not born among people of high status and great influence. Down through the years, there have been billions of ordinary good people who have done what the shepherds did. They have come to see Jesus and find the truth about him and give their hearts to him. And surely that's a bit of what has brought us to the service of worship here this morning, that with the shepherds we may come and adore him and that later with the astrologer kings on January the 2nd, if you want to know, we may adore him. It's a wonderful thought that today, in so many different parts of the world and in so many different languages, there are people who are doing what we're doing, adoring Christ the Lord. The first part of our communion service and our Christmas observance is very private and very personal. Whatever it means for you and for me to come and adore him, in essence, we kneel beside the shepherds at the manger. And even though we can't fully fathom all that's going on in that manger, and maybe even though we can't fathom all that's going on in our hearts, we give ourselves to the wonder and the grace and the sheer mysteriousness of today. It doesn't matter if we can't grasp it academically. What is important is that we express the wonder in our hearts and we sing the carols as well and as heartily as we can. Oh, come, let us adore him. But there's a second detail about the shepherd's story that's usually overlooked. We have them at the stable, kneeling and adoring. But there's this statement in the Gospel of Luke that was read this morning. And when the shepherds saw it, they let people know the saying which had been told to them concerning the child. And all who wondered, wondered at what the shepherds told them. That word wondered is a lovely ambiguous word. I bet they wondered at what the shepherds said. It sounded so unlikely and came from such an um, olfactory source. But I also bet that they were stunned at what the shepherds had said. You see, angels turned up reasonably frequently in the Jewish religion, but have a first-hand account of angelic activity and a first-hand account of an angelic choir performance 
would have made the Jews of Bethlehem quite stunned. They sure did wonder. And the shepherds sure did share the good news that they had received. We're so privileged in Australia and in South Australia and in Adelaide. In COVID times, here we are worshipping together COVIDly safely. But in many parts of the world, churches are closed for the second consecutive Christmas. We live in a country of peace and stability. And in many parts of the world, people don't live that way. Let's not take these privileges and advantages for granted. But let's share the good news we have about the birth of Jesus and what it means to us. And as the sign on the front fence of St Matthew's on Kensington Road says, we have joy to experience and we have joy to share. Let's make that the other part of our Christmas celebration this year, the peace on earth that we talked about last night and the joy. And if we do that, not only will we have a very happy Christmas, but so will our families and so will our friends, and so will our communities. And peace and joy may go out from us to help others also to have a very happy Christmas.